and welcome to another edition of the Los Ponies Podcast. And as always, my co-host, Trusty Copilot here. Curtis, a little bit under the weather, but you're a trooper. You're not a you're not a calling sick type of guy. So you're <laughs> gonna stick this one out. Of course, uh, you know, I'm not feeling that great, but the show must go on. We don't miss any days here at Los Al. <laughs> Tell the professor That's earlier. Right. I am the Cal Ripken of Los Alamitos. Haven't missed one day that is I that wasn't true? supposed to. Uh, is that true? It was 11 or 12 years. I haven't called in sick one time. Wow. So I'm, sta- I'm g- the Iron Man of the press box. Wow. I'm taking that. He's the Billy Ripken of the press is box. Is there like a little competition between you and Professor E for that title? I mean, r- instantly when I said that, he tried to pull out some stat that from 93 to 2001 <laughs> that he never missed one single night or something like that. But, I mean, he was the assistant publicity director. Nobody remembered him back Let's then. Let's bring out the conspiracy theory for those stats. <laughs> yeah, he's just trying to one-up me. <laughs> But nonetheless, here we're going to begin a weekend of racing here at Los Alamitos. Uh, before we dive into into the racing on Saturday's card, whatever happened to the to the NCAA pool? Who won it? Well, again, Was it Carla? He, you might want to hit the old uh, conspiracy <laughs> music again because Professor turned in two brackets and tried to say that he won. But uh, I think we're ultimately going to Carla for the win. So shout out to the other Carla. Uh, we all her, owe her $10, and uh, I believe George will be bringing the pizza right. for coming in dead last. By the way, let's, let's, let's rewind the tape to last week because we were, we, we were due. We were due, Curtis, last week. The locks, two for two, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Two for two, the locks, last week. I mean, that felt pretty good. Uh, my my lock won very impressively from a, a, along the rail yes. there. He went like 15-23, but I have to hand it to you. A lock of a quarter horse going around the turn. <laughs> oh, I mean, I picked my spots. I picked my spots. I, I, I gave you hell for that pick, I will say. <laughs> I, I thought you were crazy, but he just went around there wire to wire like he should have. I, I read in between the lines. You know, the mm-hmm. horse had worked at Remington. Mike Robbins has a barn over there. Why did he ship him out all the way to LaSalle? Yes. We can erase him with her. I was reading in between the lines. 260, 260 yard works there. Two works. Uh, not a lot of speed in that field. It just fell, fell in the right place. Yeah, he just got out there on the front end and then uh, Fails took care of business along the rail. I mean, that horse just flew out of there, flying away uh, from the inside, just crushed. So two for two last week. Hopefully we can do it again. All right, let's get right into business. We're going to do a speed podcast here. We'll try to keep it under 30 minutes. Uh, we got business at hand here. Race one, four and a half, maiden claimers, 3,500 uh, thoroughbreds here. A field of eight. So pretty, uh, pretty solid field to kick off the night here. Who'd you go with? I went to the outside. What you see is what you get. All right. Uh, I think I'm hitting at 90% for picking the uh, favorite <laughs> in the first leg. Uh, I think I've uh, come to know that. But uh, he was claimed, was it, six outs back there uh, by Jerry. And the horse ran pretty good at, at Los Al. And then he took him over to Santa Anita and then ran him in the daytime at longer distances. And uh, the horse showed uh, a lot more improved early speed there. And uh, he was stepping him way up in class. He d- takes a drop all the way down to 3,500 and returns to the nighttime oval. Uh, I think he looks pretty dangerous here on the outside. We agree right off the bat. Uh, eight to five there, what you see is what you get. And it comes down to this. If this horse runs back to those two efforts that he ran here, going around the, the short hook at Los Al. Yeah. She should win, right? I believe so. The only question is layoffs in September. That's the only concern, but Jerry Wallace tends to do well with the freshening. I'm not really concerned about that. You get Edgar Payers, who was aboard for those two efforts locally here back in, in April and March of last year. 
Uh, so I think the eight is the horse to beat. For second, I'll go to the six here, a Princess Zen. Lightning race was well back, second time out, didn't fire. Last time out showed that usual speed, but then tired late. I feel like there's not a lot of speed in this field. Uh, I feel like she can get brave if she clears early on. Uh, Beating Bedner stays aboard. So just based on how this field is lacking speed, the six could get brave and make it interesting. So I'll go eight, six, and then Empress Songbird. Ten starts, two seconds, three thirds. Turns tends to run a good enough effort to pick up the pieces. Uh, she should be right there again. Uh, everything needs to fall in, apart perfectly for her to win it. Uh, but I'll give her a shot here. Eight six two for me here in race one. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the four sharp image for a second here from Mike Harrington. I thought it was trending uh, the right way until that last start broke through the gate uh, prior to the start, veered out and bumped. But uh, two outs ago, broke out and uh, had to angle wide around the turn, but uh, finished pretty well there for a second, only beaten by two lengths. So I think uh, is taking steps in the right direction, just draw a line through the last. And then I go to the two-horse Emperor Songbird. I agree with you. Uh, everything's going to have to fall into place for this one to win. Uh, but it has been picking up checks. Yep. You know, it has been lighting the board. And uh, I like the two uh, to out-finish the six there, Princess Zen in the final strides there if it comes down to those two. So that's why I went with the two for third. All right, 862 for me. 842. Race number two, we're going to 870 yards for quarter horses and thoroughbreds here. We've got a field of six at the post for a tag of 6250 claiming here. Uh, field of six, one quarter horse. That is the four Elbar de Bonnie Lee. Who'd you pick here in this field? I went to the three. I need a Manny oh, and a Petty. We agree uh, uh, back to back. Well, yeah, I mean, we, we've been uh, on this horse before right, together. Yeah. So, uh, raced $4,000 level last time, so it's uh, making its third start off the claim for Rafael de Leon. Uh, just lacked room and steadied along the... Uh, <clears throat> steadied along on the turn there, uh, but finished very well. Uh, Goosey's opting for the one here, Wicked Sunset. He looks to be pretty live, but, I mean, gets uh, Pyrus aboard, and I think that's a plus because Pyrus had this horse earlier in the race, so I think returning to him, uh, I think, should be pretty good here for the three. I'm getting I'm getting a feel like you almost made this one a lock. Were you no. thinking about this one? No? No. Okay. I've been so bad on the thoroughbred. I don't know what, <laughs> like, I don't know if, if you've seen it too, but, like, the thoroughbred form lately, uh, you know, what was it, slightly last week. Yeah. Every time we get off slightly, yeah. that horse runs a big yeah. race. So, I don't know. I'm just kind of <laughs> out of form. I'm trying to piece everything back together on well, the thoroughbred. Well, I agree on the T with everything you said here. It should be tough for owner and trainer Rafael de Leon. For a second, I'll go for the rail horse, Wicked Sunset, who shipped up to Golden Gate. Uh, finished fourth in that field of, of eighth last time out, going to five and a half furlongs. Two starts back. This one rattled off two straight victories here, going four and a half against five thousand thousand dollar claimers of Ramon under Ramon Gusa. Ramon Gusa takes the call here tonight. The one is going to be tough to beat, also in my. So I'll go three, one, and then the five Nana's rule here for Jose Jesus Avalos uh, was a beaten favorite last time out. Finished second there, well beaten. But still finished two links clear of the third place finisher. Was a much easier group, but I like the consistent form of, of herself getting into the race early on. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to help her get a good trip here. So I'll go 3 1 5 here in race two. I got the same exact. I like 3 1, and I'm going to go to the two. I'm going to stay all inside okay. here. I'm going to give Song of Thorns another chance here for Marcia Stortz. Was actually favored over Stablemate Wicked Sunset in the last start and showed plenty of speed up north at Golden Gate. So uh, take second try here. 
at uh, Los Al last time out, just got bothered at the start and raced wide, so I'll give him another shot here in the third spot. All right, before we get into race three, I just remember a tweet right now. What's up with Tori banking all his bankroll that you wouldn't eat asparagus or corn? <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I think we've talked about it before. I have a very limited menu here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I forgot to ask you about your birthday. Let, let's ask first before my, my menu. How was your birthday? Oh, th thank you very much. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Had a time off, went to dinner. Uh, I blanked out on a scratcher I got from my parents. $20 scratch, and I was like, ooh, this could be uh, 100 yeah. or 150 bucks right here. Yeah. Pff, a ticket. I, how, how, how do you win a ticket on a twenty dollars scratcher? Well, I guess they just wanted you to go back. And, it's, it's funny, said because a guy at bowling, I, I thought you were gonna have a good story because he said that he uh, won two hundred. Yeah. Uh, the other day, I so like, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm ready this, for it. I was like, this could be fifty. This could be one hundred fifty. I mean, this could be something good. Cause I think the odds in those scratchers are, I want to say one in six is a winner. Okay. Like, uh, like a legit money winner. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, that's pretty good odds. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll give myself a shot. Ticket. Come on. At least it wasn't one of those where it's like the automatic 10,000, yeah. the trick tickets, where they, <laughs> and then they record the reaction when you get all bummed out. <laughs> but nonetheless, I uh, had a good time. I uh, had some steak and uh, yeah, I had some veggies as well. So uh, maybe next year, you know, uh, you know, ABR, I'll, I can pick up a Superfecta series. Instead of talking to Perfectus, I can do steaks and Superfectus <laughs> and upgrade the menu there. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, it was funny that Tori was like, I would bet my bankroll that Curtis would not eat the, that uh, no, asparagus. No chance. <laughs> I mean, the steak looked good, but the corn, the asparagus, what else did you have on the oh, plate? I, well, baked potato? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not eating. I, I, I'm a steak and fries guy. Give me all, all the other sides, just put fries in there. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's what it is. By the way, so I just turned 34. I forget, am I older than you or you're older than me? I'm in July, so, so you're, you're a little bit older. Uh, three, yeah. three months, four months older, so whatever that is. And George, I think George is, uh, George is right there, like uh, July first or something. Oh, really? Like that. So yeah, we're all we're all wow. right there. Wow, there you go. Eighty-five was a good year. <laughs> Nineteen eighty-five was a good year. Race three, four furlongs, conditional claimers. Twenty-five hundred here uh, is the claiming tag. We're going with the field of seven. I'll be surprised if we agree here, and uh, because I don't usually do this. Okay. But who'd you pick? I went to the one. We agree. Wow. Star I I rarely go with the Golden Gate Shipper, but here we are both agreeing. I, horse showed plenty of speed up north. And what really put me on this horse was he usually rides Johnny Allen. Yes. But this time he put Pierre. Oh, so I think that's what I'm going go. for. That's let's the angle I'm go. going for. That they really mean business <laughs> here. Uh, so that's my angle. He's been facing uh, tougher and longer up north. He, he comes back here, draws the inside. Drops down to 2,500, gets Pieris aboard. I'm going with the one for our chairman. Okay. I, can't, I couldn't have said it any better. I'm reading in between the lines. They get Edgar Pieris. You got the rail. Yeah. You got a speed horse. Let's see. Four furlongs. I think this horse is ready to go. For second, I'll go to the five here, and that is Marina Rose. A bit of a price here for Keith Craigmont and Vinny Bednar. They were the beating favorites last time out, but look at the note. Hard to load, drifted out. Once you're hard to load or kind of do any kind of rambling in the gate or, or, or be like that, I just, it's so hard for Thurwitz to get uh, re-engaged and, yeah. uh, and not lose that energy. So for me, I'm going to give this one an excuse for that even effort last time out. And I'll give the five a, a shot again here at six to one for second. Then I'll go to the two at the margin for Daniel Ascarate here. Beat him favorite last time out. Finished third. Only missed second by a head. But this one stumbled there. And, and went evenly. 
Second time off the, the, the layoff, first half the claim, Eric Garcia stays aboard, has been aboard for the last two starts at the margin, four to one there for third. So I'll go one, five, two. Yeah, like the one on top, I'm gonna go to the two for second here. Uh, Dan Escarante, he's, he's only got one win on the season, but he usually hits at a pretty high yes. percentage. Mm -hmm. So I think uh, he'll definitely start rolling here and get this one first time off the claim. And then I'm gonna go to the three, American Heart. So, uh, I wasn't really a fan of until I, I looked again and saw it was four furlongs. Mm -hmm. And I think last time out they just got a little too confident. Uh, the horse had no chance at the $5,000 level. They drop uh, the filly back in to 2500 and you know usually weakens in the end and can usually lug out on the turn. But I think cutting back to the shorter distance, you know, four furlongs, 870 is better suited for this filly. So I'm going to put her in there for third. And, and one thing to note, uh, sometimes we forget how big of a jump that is. We only see 2,500 to 5,000, but you've still got the 3,200 level in between. you still got the 4,000 level in between. Yep. So there is a lot of factors that could change. So, yeah, once you hit that 5,000 level immediately after breaking your mating, it's usually a very tough spot. Uh, so I would agree with that one. That one, that is why the 3 is 7 to 2 on the morning line. Recap, I'll go 1, 5, 2. 1, 2, 3. Race number 4, the payoff leg of the early pick 4. We're going around the hook, four and a half, four longs, conditional claiming tag of $3,200. Nice purse of $10,500 for three-year-olds and up, which have never won two races. Competitive field of eight in my mind. Can we agree again? I don't think so. We might. <laughs> all right, on three. Okay, one, two, and then we'll say it, all right? All right. One, two, two. four. All right. <laughs> still, still have never hit on that. No, yeah. we, we're we're three and no, I think in that one. It's all three. I was uh, I thought maybe I could take a page out of your book rock here. And I'm dog. going oh, for yes. my Tony lock yes. of the night here. I'm going to the two rock and dock <laughs> here. Gonna try and get a little price. You know, last time in the daytime, hopped and lost all chance there at the start. I uh, was facing better and longer, but the times he's raced uh, at Los Al at night. I see uh, a one by four and a quarter, mm -hmm. and uh, also broke its maiden there. So I think returning to get some class relief here is better for Rock and Dock and facing easier. Uh, should be helping along the way. Is going to have to close here, I'm, but I'm not too scared of the speed horses. <coughs> I think we've uh, seen, you know, I, I've had working as my lock of the night yeah. before. Uh, Wit and Wisdom does look pretty tough and, and Bonmont, but I'm going to try and get a little upset here. Uh, this horse is coming off a little layoff and hopefully the lock family gets a win. I still remember uh, when I made this one the long shot play of the night way back when, when this one made the broke the maiden. Yeah. And then I came up after the races and George was like, how did you even find that one? Because <laughs> he'll, he'll come up with some ones like he, he'll be singling Bob Bean. Yeah. He'll, he'll be singling, yeah. uh, I remember Dennis Eakins when, yeah. when he was uh, not hitting at, at a very high percentage. So if you can impress George, <laughs> that was a pretty good pick. George was like, why did you go? <laughs> but uh, Rock and Dog there, two lifetime wins. I'm having for fourth. I am going to go four deep in the big four here in the closeout leg. I have Rock and Dog for fourth. I thought if it wasn't the four, it's wide open. Like if the four doesn't fire, I can make a case for three, four, four other horses in this spot. So... I don't really have any strong opinions. I just banking that the four would wake up with the class shop after facing four thousand dollar claimers last time out. And if he runs back to that effort two or three steps back, he's the horse to beat. If not, it's very, very tricky for me. I don't have any other strong opinions other than that. I respect the speed of the two and I respect the speed of of uh the the eight. Uh watch out for the eight bombant. Well, that one is getting back into form, has shown better speed. Six to one there on the outside post. So I'm gonna go four, 
five, eight, two. Those four for my pick four. I'm, I'm going to go four deep here. Four, five, eight, two for me here in race four. Uh, I'm with you on three of them. I, I like the two on top. Wit and Wisdom, like you said, looks pretty good retur <coughs> returning to a, a level that he won two outs ago, the 3,200. Non-winners of two lifetime. So if he repeats that effort, should be pretty tough. I mean, he beat Bonmont and Yolder's way in that race. And then I'm going to go to the three, Bonmont, who uh, should be the speed of the field and draws outside here. Yep. Kind of been running in and out, but uh, I think if it runs that race two back, in which Wit and Wisdom just caught him there by half a length at the end, uh, should be pretty tough again if he can just save a little bit of ground, maybe cross over, but it's going to be pretty tough there from the outside. You're quitting on working? Look at you. Yep, that's why. All I, the tides have turned, my friend. Yep. Uh, How long uh, ago this one was a lock? Now off the board. Well, once you uh, <laughs> once you beat me a couple times, once you make me look like a fool on the, on the podcast, I got, I got to just get rid of you. All right, we'll flip the pace to the late pick four here. Race five, 870 yards, an allowance here with a nice purse of 12000 Dollars, Bill of six to kick off the, the late pick four. We got a quarter horse on the outside on Dusty's Classy Dash. Who'd you pick here? I'm going to the four, Mystic Gray. Five to one here for Sergio Morphin. First time off the claim. I've uh, been knocking on the door prior to this. Had two seconds and then a first finally got up there. Uh, but I, I think we've seen uh, what a lot of these other horses have to offer. Uh, but I'm just going to go with a, maybe a fresh angle here. Sergio off the claim uh, gets Pieris aboard. Is going to be chasing Dusty's classy dash, but hopefully can uh, stay within a couple lengths and run him down on the stretch. Yeah, the quarter horse on the outside is going to make the lead. Uh, the four comes out of a gutsy uh, win last time out. Uh, I'm going to pick the two here, Advantageous. Uh, a horse that has been knocking on the door in the last few starts. Hasn't been the favorite per se in the last three starts, but... He's been pretty consistent there. Other than the fourth place finish over a wet track, four starts back, five starts back, the form is pretty solid. Uh, I think he can show speed, and I think this one's going to be in good position throughout. So I'll go two, five, Lartis here. I don't see a lot of speed other than maybe I'm still banking to see what kind of speed the four is going to show here mm -hmm. after going uh, trying 870 back here tonight because the last time they went 870, the four is kind of middle of the pack, making a late move. So... I don't know what to expect for the four. It's, it's definitely a question yeah, mark, so what, he, what he's going to do. Yeah, so I'm going to pick this five for second, Lartiz, because of the speed. Good third last time out, just half a length behind, advantageous. Uh, and, and that's how I see the race unfolding. Mystic Gray should be right there when they hit the top of the stretch. So I'm going to go two, five, four here in race five. I'm actually going to pick the quarter horse oh, for a second here. There you go. Uh, that's how uh, little I think of the other thoroughbreds in here. That I think Dusty's Clashy Dash, uh, you know, tried 870 for the first time and got out to that big lead last time. Hopefully, maybe Miner can get there, raid a little bit more this time, drifted out and just weakened against uh, Advantageous there. But uh, I think Dusty's Clashy Dash could have it his way out there on the front end. So I. You know, it could be pretty dangerous on the outside. And I'm going to go to the two advantageous for Keith Craigmile. You know, was closing there last time, only lost by half a length. Going to get a nice trip again, so he looks pretty tough there in the two hole. This is another race where I could see myself going too deep. I like two, five, four, and I'll toss in the quarter horse as well. So two, five, four, six. Four, six, two for me. All right, race number six, quarter horse part of the prime. We're going to 300 yards, conditional claiming here. Uh, and this is a pretty good. Uh oh. First lock of the night. Hopefully, uh, this is back-to-back -back locks. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go to the five, Treacherous. Oh, no friend of mine. Uh, I'm going Jorge Farias here. Was visually impressive yes, last it was. time. Mm -hmm. We don't see too many uh, 
big performances you should like when you see a Remington or Delta or New Mexico where horses just explode late but Treacherous really you know broke out of the pack last time was crowded early on and really surged there it was only for 6250 I understand the level but did try 10,000 two outs ago off a bit slow lugged in against Tupac George and one cool winner uh, just raced kind of evenly there went the same time but I think running back, you got Powwow dropping down, and I watched Yofi's last race yeah. there in uh, Turf Paradise to see if there wasn't any trouble. There was absolutely no trouble there it's for just Yofi. Just empty. Just empty. I, I, I was shocked because yeah. you know, I was debating Yofi or Treacherous a, as the lock of the night, so that's why I'm going to the five. I, I, I had a tough time with this race. Uh, it looks like a three-horse race on paper for me between two, three, and five. Uh, Yofi, I still remember that pick three <laughs> Callaway, Father Fuena, Britain, Breeders Freshman Stakes back in July of last year. But I went with the two powwow because I was kind of waiting for this horse to run a huge effort back in December 29th, even third, and then burst through like an easy winner. We're, we came up after the race and we're like, that should have been a gift. Yeah. Should have won a powwow that night when this one broke. Should have been a gift. So last time out, very good second, just missed by a neck. That was a very good uh, Commando Dynasty getting the win. Cuts back in distance. I think the two can get the jump on the five. The five is going to be rolling late. That's how I see the race. Very simple for me. Two, five, and the class of the three. So two, five, three here for me in race number six. Yeah, I like uh, Powell for second there just off the class drop alone. Commando Dynasty is a, a, a Flores horse I, I think we both like. One of yes. the, his more consistent runners. So just dropping a, a, a neck photo there. Uh, is pretty good for powwow. I think looked pretty tough there along with two hole. And then Yofi, yes, the the race was bad there uh, in Turf Paradise, but was going against unrestrained the first Lady Perry. Uh, those are some pretty decent horses. Comes back to Los Sal uh, where it has been running good, and drops down to the ten thousand dollar level, lowest claiming level yet. So hopefully that can get Yofi going back in the right direction. I'll go five, two, three. All right, pretty much in uh, in agreement there. Just a little bit shuffled up. All right, race number seven here. There's two races left. You know what time it is. The Late Daily Double. Not only the Late Daily Double, Curtis in this spot, but lock of the night. I apologize. I kind of killed your thunder there. <laughs> I released it too early. You this can't is, give it to me ahead of time. This is so easy. Easy late pick four. We got two locks in the late pick four sequence here. Take a guess who my lock of the night is. I, I'm, I have it between two horses. All right. But I think you've been on this guy, ready for a big comeback. I'm going to the three. Five-bar jackpot? That is right, my friend. <laughs> five-bar jackpot here. Uh, we're talking about a two-year-old gelding by Five-Bar Cartel out of the apolitical Jess mare run by you. So, uh, you know, this one, I, I watched that drill on April 6th. Usually, I'm not really high on horses like this when they're more of the smallish compact body. Mm. But this horse didn't get tired through the lane or through the gallop out. She looks strong. Improved from the starting gate from the first row to the second row. And the first row, just completely tossed ahead. Never got out, but showed good run there under a pool in 13.20. Then came back with a 12.30 workout. Got bumped pretty severely there, but recovered and finished strong past the wire. I just like how this one finished and didn't get tired despite being a bit smallish in body size. But I like the breeding. The Dan was a was a multiple trial winner and, and finalist to to uh, uh, so some big stakes. So I like the breeding, I like the drill. Five bar jackpot, my lock of the night for Juan Element and Carlos Huerta. Well, I hope you hit it because I'm right there with you. All I right. like the three on top. 
everything you said the works look really good and then i'm going to go to the four ventura jess for felix gonzalez who uh, has been really hot with the oh, two-year-olds he, he's been sneaking them in through 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 the teleport i mean he's, he's got two in here so yeah. i hope hopefully the other one doesn't beat him <laughs> but uh we got jose nicasio he's hitting 26 percent with felix the other one who's uh, julio de la torre is hitting 31 percent so I mean, I, going through the works, we do our homework. We're watching them. Yes. So we've been surprised as oh, a lot of these sure. other results for as sure. well. But uh, I'm going with the four. Uh, you know, looked pretty quick there in the 12-3 drill. Uh, I believe that was a solo drill because the other one uh, reared up in the gate. So just went right down through there, pretty strong, under a hand ride. Is bred to win early, a political Jess at a personal glory. That's pretty good breeding. That's usually Jaime Gomez breeding, yeah. but Felix has landed with this one. So that one looks good. And then I was going between the one and the five. The all red horse, the five sounds good, look pretty big body. So maybe yes. uh, down the road, I, I think uh, should be better for this. He looked one. like a Clydesdale out there. He was, he was yeah. a big boy. I mean, he was he was working pretty well. Yes. Uh, but I think the three and the four and the one have just been breaking so well. I'm gonna go to the one just a favorite kiss. If we remember favorite kiss, the damn. Uh, I believe one first out was just yeah, another one a, of the uh, Paul Jones Phillies. She was a debut uh, winner. Yeah, just flew out of there and, you know, couldn't go past 350, I don't think. No, she won trials. She was a debut winner. Then later in the year, she won trials to the Golden State Million and then maybe a trial to the 2 million. But uh, Oh, did she win? Man, she did go 400? Yeah, I think she oh, did. Oh, I'm shocked. Yeah, I, yeah. I just considered her like a 300 to 350 horse. But, yeah. uh yeah, I'm going the three on top, the four for second, and just favorite kiss down along the side. Didn't do anything wrong, but you know Paul's been disappointing and draws the rail again. So uh, I'm going to try and beat the favorite yeah, here in the seventh. A little tough for me. Uh, I'm all in on the three five bar jackpot. I'll go three one four. No, no surprises here. I think it's 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 those four horses on the morning line one three four five. But I think the three the separator. Who's going to get second? I think it's up for grabs. Uh, so I'll go three one four five. If you want the super. But my lock of the night, five-bar jackpot. The only horse in this field nominated to the kindergarten. So I think despite Ooh. running tonight, yeah. if this horse runs well, I think they're going to they're gonna, uh, run this one back for the trials. Alamon's horses, his, his two-year-olds have definitely been running like the old Alamon. So hopefully he can get that going. Uh, hopefully. Five-bar jackpot there, the lock of the night. Race number eight, 300 yards, conditional claiming tag of $20,000. They're all up for the claiming tag. And we got a compact field of five to end the night, but a very competitive oh. field of five. I got to build a case for each and every one of these horses, even Fiery Colt, who I've been chasing since last year's maiden stakes. <laughs> I've been chasing this horse. But tonight, off the board for me. I, I agree. Who'd you pick? I, it is a salty last one. The only one I don't like is the horse you mentioned, <laughs> Fiery Colt. The other ones, I, I think they all have a very big chance in here. Uh, but considering the distance, I'm going to go with La Candidata. I knew it. Along I knew the inside. I knew you would. I mean, it, it, it the Palomino. did me dirty mm -hmm. uh, as the lock in the 100-yard race, but then came back and fired a really quick 15-54. Look, it was a, only a four-horse field and ended up dueling with Freight Train Blues, who is a, a really good horse, but did beat Fiery Colt pretty easy that night. Draws along the inside with PJ's Flying Dynasty, who is another quick horse, so I'm going with her along the inside. Very, very Typical pick from the rail. <laughs> By the way, he's, he's wearing the flipping halter there, like Candidata Ruben Lozano. I'm going to the four here, Rockin' Energy, who looked like a monster two starts back. Last time out, they tested for class, but Silver ran a very good second against uh, Resolutely, who draws the outside. So I think it comes down to those three. Four, five, one for me. It's a very evenly matched group. Whoever breaks best is the winner. 
Yeah. Because I don't think anyone else is going to beat whoever gets the lead because they're all good finishers. They're all good, good, good horses that are not going to get tired. So four, five, one for me here in the nightcap. I went one, and I'm going to the two PJs Flying Dynasty right next to La Candidata, and then I'm hoping Rock and Energy can turn the tables on Resolutely oh. this time. So you're tossing Resolutely? I'm tossing uh -oh, Resolutely uh -oh. from the outside. I think she's going to break out. She likes to veer out of the start, so I'm going one, two, four. Man, man, man. What a, what, what a late <laughs> pick four. We began the early pick four by agreeing with three straight check marks. Yes. We got two locks in races six and seven. And then we got a, a very competitive race to to end it. So I like the card. It's it's a pretty good card. It's a good thing it went like that, or else uh, we'd really have nothing <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> that 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 is true. But one more thing. How about the Clippers? How about the Clippers? Game six. Your superhero. Game six will be playing after this podcast. Do you think they can stretch it to seven? I heard Clay Thompson is furious <laughs> and that he thinks the Warriors have been slacking off. So I, I expect Clay Thompson to come out and be shooting that three ball. He looks like he's pretty mad. He wants to end it tonight. Well, as of right now, it's been a tremendous season. No matter what happens, I mean, this is just has been an audition for the free agents. Yep. It's just like, hey, free agents, look at us. Look at us, what we're doing. Look yeah. how hard we're playing. Come join us. As much as I give the Clippers a hard time, I, I think they really overachieved this year. That's they, play, a, they play good team basketball. That's a likable team. Yeah. Where a lot of people were like, Chris Paul, Blake, DeAndre, oh, show off, oh, totally, whatever. Totally. Like, there was a lot of, like, big, like, people that absolutely loved them, but then absolute, people that absolutely hated them. Yeah. This team, this team is likable. Very, very likable. I mean, they have just, besides Lou, they have just a group of role players yep. that could definitely suit anyone. I mean, if, uh, if a Kawhi wants to go around, but... Yeah, you got Jerry West on your yeah, side. He's it. just a genius. Yeah. So uh, you got everything going forward in the right direction. All right, guys, we got to go. So we'll see you guys next week. All right, bye, everybody.